the devil's in the details, according to Mr. Roy Gilbert. All this and more as we talk Bloodline Season 3, Episodes 4 and 5, right here on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. It's like, what do we do here? Like... We like take it back. We take it back, Allison. Like a little shimmy action. That's right. But I don't know. With like some, maybe not. Like with some 1940s Billie Holiday action. I feel like it's just like strutting a little bit. Like yeah. Welcome, welcome everyone. If you've watched episodes four and five, you know why no. we are playing this song, God Bless the Child by Billie Holiday. Blake. That is it. That she, is it. She shazammed it as we were kicking things off today. Um, yes, thank you for being with us. If you're not already subscribing to uh, After Buzz, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, etc., thank you. Please continue to do so. We love it. And yes, always leave Blake and I comments wherever you can find us. We love it. We love the we comments. Love Although there was less in this last week, but bring us more. We're going to bring it back up, right, guys? Bring it back up. I'm yes. Allison Dean. Uh, you can find me everywhere at the Allison Dean. And I'm joined by the incomparable Blake V. That is me. Hi, everyone. I'm Blake V. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake V Media. And check out my journeys on BlakeV.com. Yes. Okay. So this episode, these oh, episodes, I Allison, should say. it's like we like don't even know where to start with this. If you watched these episodes, we this was classic bloodline where we just got set up, set up, set up, set up, new information, new information, and zero answers. Yeah, I turned to Blake and I said, "What is the right metaphor for all this?" And we both decided it's like a bunch of rando puzzle pieces, but no puzzle in sight. No puzzle. No puzzle. No. Yeah. We've been left on, like, cliffhanger after cliffhanger. Yep. We have no tie-ins yet. And, like, lots of new characters. Yes. Or just maybe characters that we haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, okay, so we start off episode four. Eric is in jail. Yes. Uh, Meg is... MIA gone gone with the wind fabulous yeah we don't <laughs> truly we, we don't know where she is we realize this because she does not attend Marco's funeral which shocking i think shocking because i thought that that was after sort of the repair that she did with Raul and the family i thought that was major diss yeah yeah and just odd because her heart was really in it, it seemed. Yep. It was just, she was very invested in sort of like rekindling some sort of relationship with this family and, you know, just whatever memories she had of sh- of her and Marco together. Yep. Um, I thought, for sure, she'd be seeing this one through. And so for her not to be there was odd. But Sally was the representative there, um, which also was odd. Like, I thought that was odd for her to even go. I mean, Well, Belle I, was there too. Strange, maybe. Well, I, I mean, mean, obviously she doesn't know anything, but... Right, and I guess, like, it was John's partner, and, you know, they're pillars in the community, right. so they sort of owe certain, you know, like, status, right. appearance-type things anyways. But just strange. If I had to describe these two episodes in one word, it would be strange. Strange. A lot of strange stuff happening. Yeah, I don't disagree yeah. with you. I don't. I do not disagree. Um, again, Eric is being completely shat all over mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a big that way. That is um, the, the legal term. 
so a big sort of topic in this episode, episode four, was whether or not Eric would attend or have permission to attend his mother's funeral. So we learn that his mother did, in fact, now pass away. Yeah. Wait, did, was this the five months later, Mark? Or, yes. Okay, so then we also got yes. this, we, we got this major flash forward. So last episode, and Blake actually said this too, last episode we had Sally confessing something and they've, we're, we've not gotten any more of that. Not a not single yet. mention in episodes four and five. And the flash forward five months totally took Allison and I by surprise. We were like, mm, what? Flash forward. And it was funny because... Bloodline likes to do this to us. They like to hit us with the flashbacks, and we thought, okay, they've written themselves into a corner. Now they had to put us five months forward so they can get us with the flashbacks again. You know, and that actually <laughs> may... Like, when they found out that the, yeah. that Netflix was only allotting them one more season, it's totally possible that that's what it was. This, like, scramble. Because I think I've seen some comments about that from people that have binged the whole, the whole season. Mm-hmm. And just comments sort of about, like, some of the holes that exist. Yeah. And I'm so, like... Please let there not be so many holes. But we'll see. I'm, I'm like, still reserving some hope. Mm-hmm. I'm still reserving some hope that everything will be fine. Anyhow, yes. um, in order to petition uh, this whole Eric situation to go see his uh, mother, um, somehow Roy Gilbert convinces Kevin to sign this letter that Roy... Concocted. I, he concocted yeah. the letter? Yeah. Um, basically saying that he thinks that... Uh, Eric should be able to attend, and Roy is saying that the purpose of this is to make to make it look better in court if it goes to court because it makes Kevin look like a, a better generous dude. Yes. But on the other side, we have uh, the sheriff and all the attorneys saying he should not be able to go. So it's that, that and was, John and his own family. John, John was and saying Sally. No. Yeah. I think internally though, it's interesting. I think John was just placating Sheriff and placating just the situation. But I think internally, he was actually kind of hoping that Eric would be able to go, which actually kind of was shocking because then we see that John paid the people. So it, it ha- ends up happening that he does get the pass to go to the mother's funeral, but on the way there. It was stalled, and he never makes it. And we see a payoff happen, John paying what looked to be the driver of the the transport vehicle. Mm-hmm. And I think he was paying him off to not to not get there for yeah okay so this this i think this scene was very tricky it was this whole series of scenes and allison and i both were a little like "Eh, what what really is happening here please weigh in on this let us know your opinions on this because like it really could have gone a few ways that's true allison thought that john paid off the guy to just lag them right but then we see this this scene of eric being shot Yep. And we're like, is that real? Was that a was that a, a Dream hallucination? Yeah. Yes. What are we dealing with here? So it's a little strange. And then also, the fact that John is paying anybody to do anything is very suspicious to me because he's been really trying to cover his tracks. I mean, he's he's the cop. He's got this whole cop community behind him. He's really trying to like play his cards right to make it seem like he has no involvement. He's very, you know, removed from this situation. It's all fair and everything. And then here he goes paying somebody. Right. What like who is this person? What is his guarantee that that's not going to come back to bite him in the butt? Like, all of these questions in my head. And we didn't really get any answers. No answers. No. People. Still, it's still <laughs> strange. Yeah, the episode is continuing Very in the strange. realms of being strange. <laughs> um, so, I guess more to come with that whole thing. Um, with John in general, we now know that he's completely separated. Yes. 
from, from his Diana, wife. Yes. Him and Diana are not living together. Um, he seems to be having frequent conversations with his daughter, Jamie, but mm. we're not getting any convos between him and his son. So no. the son storyline, for whatever reason, is stagnant right now. Uh, true. Again, Stranger. Where, <laughs> where is the son? Um, there was one mention of him. But that was it. Yeah. In the sense of my, like... Uh, if my son was killed, right. I would feel this way. It was in the um, Conversation. meeting yep. right, between the Diaz family and yep. John and Kevin regarding Eric's plea. But um, speaking of John and Diana, since we're on that page, uh, so strong Jay! Because... I'm I'm really having a hard time grasping the nature of John and Diana's relationship at this point. It's so so weird to me. They've been married for a long ass time at this point. Very like, long. Close to 20 years probably. Very long. Um John did some crazy ish that Diana was not cool with. Uh hence separation. Yep. And then now it's like John is treating her with some kind of attitude before she even was, you know, on a date with another man or something. He had like attitude towards her and like, we don't know. She, she did nothing to him. We don't know. Like, I don't get it. But it's, yeah, I agree. I don't get it. I agree. Yeah. It's definitely weird. And perhaps it's his way of just sort of shutting down because now that she knows sort of an element of his character, it could be that sort of shame and, and whatever that is that he right. has clearly not, I mean, he probably will never be able to work through yeah. that. I don't like it. No. I want a remorseful John Rayburn, damn it. Well, yeah, and also, like, this is the woman that's, you know, the mother of your two children and has stuck by you through a lot of stuff yeah. and knows a lot about the family. So your long-time marriage, I mean, it just seems odd to me. And Diana's, like, beautiful and lovely and all of these things, and it just makes no sense to me that he's so quickly... Dismissive. Will ...willing to dismiss, yes. Yeah, yes. I agree. So Very odd. We'll kind of see what happens with that. Yeah. We learn that Janie is allegedly having sex, and so that's sort of a topic of what's keeping Diana and John communicating on a more frequent basis because Diana keeps calling to, I guess, make him bad cop, or which we don't really see him do that with her yet, but yeah. just kind of be the, I guess, concerned father. Which is good. It's good. Because regardless of what's going on with them, it's good to see that he is maintaining a relationship with his daughter, at least. <laughs> <laughs> At least the daughter. Not sure about the son, but the daughter. That's good. We also see John um, going to see the girl that Ozzy was crashing with. Um, was it last episode or the episode yes. before that? We still, I don't know. I don't remember her. So no. I'm still at a loss. Um, but she knows a lot about the family, about Danny. Danny. She's done a lot with that whole thing. And she was the one that knew where Nolan's whereabouts were originally. So she knows stuff. But yeah. we're also not getting much with that yet. No. And... All of these new storylines are just really tricky to me. And I guess it's bloodline fashion, right? Yes, you know, to just like plant these seeds and just quarter, sort of see where they go because they'll fit together. I, yeah, I at hope. some point, at some point they will. But as of right now, there's just like a lot of moving parts. There really is. I mean, it's yeah. There's a lot of moving. That's parts. That's what it is. There's it's a that. lot. Of, it's it's that. It's that exact <laughs> exhale. That. Whatever I just did. Yes. Um. I did appreciate when Diana showed up at John's place super drunk. I liked that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But that was cute. I thought I was going to get a little bit more. I did not. That was a loss for me. Um, Again, because of John's behavior, I'm just not understanding why he's so, like, stone-faced and, you know, just upset with the whole thing. Yeah. He is the one who rocked the boat and made stuff weird in the first place. So Absolutely. So his, re it just... 
Yeah. But what we do see about him is he's now, it seems, in total comfortable fashion back with his job. He has a new partner now that Marco is not with us. Yes. And he's not sheriff. Right. So he's working the gig. So he's not running out of town. He's working a, the same job that he had. So he yeah. seems to be sort of where he was before in some way and also still caring for the family. He's still paying very close attention to everything happening with Kevin because Kevin is now very entrenched with Roy Gilbert. So aye, aye, aye. in true Kevin form, he has these levels of codependency and just he kind of needs a caretaker. Yeah, he does. And, you know, in some ways that was Meg, I think, to a certain extent when she was around. And also, I mean, of course, John did it too. But now it's Roy Gilbert. And it's weird because, yes, he needs a caretaker. Yeah. But it's a shame because he's only attracted to these caretakers that get him in trouble. It's so bad, you know, or too bad, rather, that... Belle, his wife, couldn't be his caretaker. I know. Because it'd keep him out of a lot of trouble. But, um, you know, a good intro point to Kevin in these two episodes was the fact that he, you know, we, we meet his baby. Yep. She's ha- they've had the baby. He's there with the baby, Rocky. Um, Which actually, they say, Sally says, they named him Robert, but they call him Rocky. Yeah. After... His dad. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And, um, you know, they sort of open episode four in a very kind of loving family situation. The mother-in-law is there helping with the baby. They talk about, you know, christening the baby. Mother-in-law talks them into it. They're like, okay, let's schedule it for Sunday. Um, Kevin decides to include John as the godfather and... Seems like Janie was the godmother, right? Was she it? was the one standing in at the at the christening. Okay, now let's please talk about this stand-in scenario because this was a question while Allison and I were watching it. Um, I'm very confused, so please please tell me on this. Kevin made it very clear who he wanted as the godmother and godfather. Yes, he did. The father performing the christening was really in a hurry, and he said, "No, no, chop chop, we got to get this christening on the road. Uh, someone needs to stand in for John since he's not here. Who else but Roy Gilbert?" You know, very quickly, we saw volunteers, that yeah, yeah, very quickly, volunteers gets up there. And then he says, I've been a godfather before. I'm very familiar with the responsibilities. Begins talking as if he's accepting the position as godfather. He's d- doing the exchange with the actual father performing the christening, all of this. And I'm thinking, well, he's just standing in. But he's saying all these words, so what does this mean? Is Roy Gilbert now really the godfather because he's gone through all the motions? I mean, you know, John was intended for that, but he was nowhere to be found. So what does that mean now in the world of baby Rocky's grandparents? I defer to the audience. Please fill us in. Please let us know. Or James. James? Does James know? Um, James may have to think on it for a minute. Stand in christenings. If someone if someone has to stand in at a christening, but they go through the entire service or the entire ceremony, but they're the stand-in and not technically the person designated to be the grandmother or grandfather, god godmother or godfather. Oh, god, um, yes. Does that person then become the godmother or godfather because they've stood in? They stood in and essentially said all the words and did all the. Did all the things that you would do if you were doing the... The things. The things of the Godfather. I don't officially know, but I would say yes. See? Okay. See? Stirring things up, man. Okay. So, James agrees with us. And 
that's what we're feeling. It's like Roy just stepped right in and he was there and it's like, ah, it's, it's, it's very sketchy territory. I mean, they're being very deliberate with, with holding things about what this Roy Gilbert situation is. And I know they're doing it because they're building a a lot of tension for us as we watch, because we know things are not as they seem, but we don't know what, what exactly we're dealing with. Right. So, but Kevin is getting more and more entrenched in the whole thing. I mean, it's, it's sort of disheartening because you watch it and he's just like, he's like a train wreck waiting to happen well, in every instance he, he just can't do he can't do the right thing no he tries he sometimes tries eh. he attempts to try eh. sort of it's like he just cannot help it it's like he's a child well yeah he's just sort of like aimlessly going to whatever scenario and he cannot stay away from the trouble it's killing me and the thing that i think is so interesting i mentioned this to allison earlier also is they've done such a great job of del of uh, really building um, Kevin's character yeah. as sort of being this guy who can't be trusted, has to be kind of told what to do, looked down on. Yeah. And he says it a lot of times about his family. I'm sick of you all looking down on me. I'm sick of you all thinking of me this way. Well, because of what you behave like, what you do, Kevin. And it's so painful watching all of these decisions he's making now as a supposed reformed man. Right. He's, he's sober now. He's not drinking. He's all of this. He's trying hard to stay out of trouble, but he's not. He's all mixed up with Roy Gilbert. He's Doing coke in the strip club with the we'll get Cuban that. friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's like this whole thing, making horrible decisions. Yep. And it's just like Kevin, how do you take yourself serious when you're on the other side of things, saying, "Oh, I've got my stuff together." Hey, John, maybe you better look at yourself because I'm doing great. I'm doing this and that. It's like, no, you're not, Kevin. Kevin. So, oh God, Kevin. Kevin. Oi, oi, oi. oi, Kevin. It's interesting, actually, how many how many things are are. Like, I mean, not the same kind of parallel storyline to everything that happened with Danny in season one, but just sort of like the bad decisions or the things that are going to carry through in a negative way and just change everything even more dramatically in the Rayburn family, right? Yes. And another strange thing about Kevin and Belle's relationship is the fact that they keep going off strange places at night and like not informing each other what it is, which bothers me. Or Hey, I'm home. Mi- in the middle of the night. Okay. Like, no question of, oh, where were you? Kevin, a recovering alcoholic. Where where have you been all night? No, no big deal. So I think another really uh, really significant thing, and I don't also know um, what the effects of this, of this will be as the season unfolds, but the whole thing about Eric attending this funeral, Roy Gilbert specifically says that it's an insurance policy for the trial. So he's convinced Kevin... That this will not go to trial. This will not go to trial. And yet he's maneuvering in the senses of this is going to go to trial. Because you don't say things like this is an insurance policy to other people or whatever it is. So I don't know. I I don't know what he's... Concocting. I don't know what he's concocting. But there's something there. Because I think that there's more seriousness with the fact that Eric did not make it to that funeral. And obviously now we know from everything that happened in season or in episode five that this is going to trial yeah, and especially the conversation that he had with john at i think it was the end of episode five where john calls him up and calls him out and says what are you doing here what is this scenario you right. know blah 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 eric kevin whatever and then you know he says well it's not going to trial so what's the deal 
And Gilbert just slaps him in the face with this news. He goes, oh, haven't you heard? Yeah. Yeah. Haven't you heard? It is going to trial. (sighs) So what's the deal? Because, yes, he's been trying so hard to, you know, reel Kevin in with the promise of, like, you're going to get off easy. And now he's almost using it as leverage. It's like the blackmail that Sally was talking about. He's like, oh, haven't you heard? You know, this is now the scenario. So it's almost like, you know, he's, he's pulling in Kevin to like really do his shit work, you know, and almost use all of this as the leverage to like have Kevin in his grasp. And that, you know, is sort of showing us what Ke- what Sally was really kind of warning the family about that he does this. The help always comes with a price. And especially in Gilbert's <sighs> fashion, it's sort of like repayment, you know. We shall see. But I don't I don't feel good things. Okay, nope. so last little bits about episode four. Uh, Sally has this very odd call with, we think it's Meg, but oh, we have strange. no idea. Strange. It was so um, awkward. off-putting because, she, well, and then we have to talk about Meg afterwards for a second. But we don't know where Meg is. It's very no mysterious. And she gets... She got a role uh, on another show or something uh, right, and right. said, I got to be gone for a while. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make sense ish right 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 and so so sally gets this call and um the funny thing to me was i was thinking it could very well be just someone calling into reserve like bungalow seven yeah right you know yep i'd like to make a reservation bad Bad, connection bad connection and here's sally going on and on about is this meg don't hang up if it's meg it was weird and the other person sitting there going oh well i was just trying to reserve bungalow but wow this is getting entertaining yeah. yeah hey hey come listen to this you know what i mean so um interesting and then the other strange thing the whole Aussie storyline we are told he's stealing cars and is arrested and that's it so I don't know it's like they're it's like they're packaging up certain characters and I don't know if we're gonna get more of it or if it's now just resolved because season three is gonna be the last of bloodline I, I mean I guess time will tell but there's <clears> just <throat> a lot of odd things and then we haven't we... seen we haven't seen Nolan's baby mama she just like disappeared that's what I'm saying it just like that's also very strange. We're in a very strange place. Yeah. With Bloodline season three. I think, you know, mid season, it's as viewers, we're in a very strange position just in terms of what information they're introducing and what information they're trying to tie up. I totally agree with Allison. And yeah, there's a lot of characters that we got to know in the previous seasons that we're, that we have no answer on yet. Um, and the cliffhangers are killing me. Like I'm still dying to know what Sally was saying in her con- in her confessional moment two episodes ago. I mean, you know, it's just a lot in the air. Episode six is going to be in five months earlier. It's like yeah, right, right. right. We're just going to we're working on we? flashbacks Where going forward. Okay, episode five. Um, this one of the big pieces is the public defender that's representing Eric goes to see Chelsea at her place of work at the hospital and basically incites her to. Go see Eric and make him not accept the plea. So the big thing about this episode was um, convincing the Diaz family to accept a plea for Eric to go to prison for 30 years because he said he would accept this deal at some point, I guess, in a state of sheer depression and uh, hopelessness. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. He's agreed. But the public defender basically says, look, I believe him. I believe he's innocent. And I think that you can sort of ring the bell to make him rethink this. And in and, fact, and specifically fight. said, don't you owe it to your brother? Which I thought was very personal. That's very interesting because does she owe it to him? Right. And who is the public defender to say such a thing? That was a bold statement. However, very bold. Uh, it, it didn't initially shake 
Chelsea. However, uh, after Chelsea gets pulled over for no, no apparent reason by a police officer who I guess knows her car. I mean, it's a small town place. Well, not really that small, but I mean, I guess in the world of what were the bloodline world. Yeah. Yeah. They know her car or they know her or whatever. Um, gets pulled over, is asked to exit her vehicle, is totally questioned. It was completely inappropriate. Totally. Blake and I were like, that is not appropriate. That is Uh -uh. not appropriate. This is not. Uh Uh-uh. No, no, no. Um, uh, and essentially, I think that was the impetus for her to know that her family needs to fight. So, like, they're constantly being harassed. Yep. Undermined. Down. Yeah. 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 And it's like, you know what? Damn it. No. And if Eric were to be convicted of this crime, found guilty, sentenced 30 years, she got a glimpse of it the beca- stain on her. Yep. Right. Becoming even worse for her. And she's the one living outside of prison. In a way, you know, Eric sort of had this moment of depression and hopelessness and maybe even thought, yeah, prison will just take care of me. This life is offering me nothing. It's like, you know. I keep being shat on. Yeah. Well, so what else do I do? Sure. Take me in. I don't know. I have no more fight. But Chelsea's still on the outside and Chelsea's living with the repercussions of all of this and her mother's, you know, passed away now and, like, she's literally on her own and it's just a lot. So, yes, I think that was, like, a really sobering moment for her to really realize what her life will be going forward should this all go down with Eric. So, and I also, we were talking a little bit about the fact that um, it's just kind of interesting how our um, our fandom, if you will, for the O'Bannons has really... Oh, shifted changed from season one right so like we went from a position of feeling very much like to the obannons like a la what bloodline i think wanted us to feel and now we have 180 and our our hearts are going out now save the obannons save the obannons all of them hashtag save all of them yeah yeah so it's 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 fascinating Okay, so she doesn't accept a call from her, a click call from her brother, but then she ends up at the police station, uh, not the police station, at the jail, to see her brother and basically retells a personal story from their childhood where I guess he uh, would repeat the same, like, bedtime or childhood story, some kind of a story. When the parents would fight. He would tell to calm Chelsea her. the story, yeah. To, like, to calm, calm her, her, ease her. You know, I guess rep- repetition can help in, in those sort of tense moments. And uh, what, is, what does she say to him? Uh, she says, um, well, he says to her, I'm, I'm not good at making shit up. Yeah. And that was yeah. it. I'm she leads him deal. through the retelling of the story, and he tells it exactly the same way. And yes, says, I'm not good at making shit up. And that is really... I, I Game changer! I love Game those changer. moments, yeah. okay? I love those moments where, like, a scene or a movie or something will start out in one kind of way where you're like, what, what's happening here? Where's this going? And then by the end, you're like, mm, yes, because it's so true. That was her way to explain to Eric... Yeah, man, like, you're... You're not a liar. You're not a liar. And, you know, I know that, at least. And, you know, your attorney is thinking this is the case, and, you know, let's fight for this. I love that. I loved it, too. And so, basically, after uh, John tried to convince the Diaz's to accept the plea deal, after Sally, and she actually, Sally, did convince Soledad Diaz to accept the plea deal, well, lo and behold, then Eric changes his mind. Shabam! Shabam. Shabam. Yeah, which I was actually... You know, good for you. I mean, obviously, wow. Episode six. Well, yeah, Who I knows? know. I know because I've had a problem with this since John planted the stuff on 
Eric and then he got arrested and everything. I've been questioning that whole time. Like, why? Why did Eric just let that happen? It's like he gave in and he was just like, sure, take me. Like, I've had a problem with that since. So I'm glad that Eric's fighting back. Well, amen, hallelujah. We'll see how that plays out. So that was a huge part of episode five. The other flip side of episode five was Kevin Mm. sort of hosting these... I don't know. Uh, Roy Gilbert had some dealings with some Cuban Cubans. Some Cuban questionables. Some Cuban questionables Mm -hmm. for the win. Um, uh, Which, basically, it was just one bad move after another with these guys. So, picking them up in the middle of the night on his boat. And I don't, we don't know what sort of product they were smuggling in. I said Cuban cigars. Blake was like, I think it's more serious. Uh, we we don't know yet what what the what the thing is. Yeah. Um, but take some, and then it was basically just bad behavior from them from from jump. Yeah. You know, nothing was nothing was good. No. With these guys, no. and they end up at a um, well. First, they end up fishing. Roy Gilbert asks Kevin to take them deep sea fishing, which I was like, I love deep sea fishing. But I thought not a great idea. Well, I was like, Kevin alone. Right. We both thought this. Yeah, yeah, Kevin yeah. alone, three against one. These three guys he doesn't know that were brought on by Gilbert. Right. Like, yeah, he's friendly with Gilbert now, but like, ugh, out in the middle of the ocean. Where's this awesome, know. like, guy that's questioning him and telling him, like, you're going crazy, man? Yeah. Yeah. Where was that guy? Yeah. His, not there. His guy. Not out in the deep sea. No. I mean, I don't know. That, that was a little whatever. I agree. And I was then, like, they can throw him overboard. Where's go? I don't know where Take Kevin the went. boat. Yeah, you right. don't know these guys. Not a good scenario. But they didn't, thank God, but still caused a lot of trouble. Holy cow. Okay, I was guy. like, can we stop with the animal killing in all, these freaking episodes? All the animal killing. I mean, I thought it was a dolphin because I thought that thing was so big. It was a marlin. A marlin. But I guess they, they caught the marlin. It's supposed to be a catch and release scenario off the Florida Keys. These guys shot this marlin very mm. aggressively. Very dead. Shot it very dead. I internally, yes. I was just it was bad. Again, well, because we had to deal with the alligator again, again. before, and it was like, ugh. <sighs> Allison, I'm nice. tired. We're sensitive to that. Stuff. Tired of the killing. We don't like it. And John, uh, Kevin didn't either. And he was like, Oh yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't damn it, guys. It. Yeah. this is not the policy. It's like I thought I was a child. You guys are worse children, oh, right? Imagine that. I know. Truly, truly. So that was like a red flag beyond red flag. That right? was a big deal. And so. You know, it's oh, it's just so sad because Kevin brought those people back to Gilbert in the first place. And he's like, I got to go. Please, please. Let me go. Release me of this duty. And Gilbert just, he knows that Kevin is so easily manipulated. Yep. And he is just like working him. He really is. Yeah. And so he, Kevin goes home. He's supposed to watch Rocky that evening so Belle can have one adult evening on the town. He gets a phone call from Roy. Come, we want to we wanna make it up to you. The guys want to make it up to you. I was literally like, no, 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 no don't go. No, don't, no. Don't go. Don't, don't. Flags, red flags. What does he do? He drops off the baby at Sally's place. He goes out to Woody's. Gentleman's Club. The Gentleman's Club, indeed. Um he's drinking coke D- downhill from the moment he enters downhill okay? from the moment he says like, i'd like a coke i was like oh oh do you in more ways than one yeah no truly i mean he links back up with the old bartender he used to know or whatever i was like on a well, break who are from you Bell. Yeah. yeah just uh just bad 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 vibes get just 
bad. He does a line or two or three yep. or four. Yep. He does something. He's pressured. And I'm just like, really? At your age, you're now a dad. You're just like literally like gloating about your baby boy to the bar, the bartendress. Yes. And, yes. and, uh, and, and now you're he, doing lines. And when he killed Marco. Yeah. It was just desperation. Right. I mean, he, I thought. I really thought he was a changed man after that whole scenario. I mean, that was Not like, possible. That was shocking. I know. Shocking. You would think that anybody who went through anything even remotely close to an experience like that would be done with that, you know? And no, he has just wiped it out of his mind. He's almost done a 180 where he was kind of, you know, a, a fragile kind of crazy person before when he did the Marco murder. And now he's like got some balls and he's telling John and everyone else, hey man, I got this. Quit looking down on me. I'm in control. I'm whatever. And he's not. He is like delusional at this point. Every time I see his face on the screen now, I get like a stomachache. I'm like stressed. Yep. Kevin Rayburn. He for sure is delusional. I mean, so there's, delusional. there's no doubt Mm-mm. about it. And it's almost as though it's easier for him to digest everything because in his mind, he's almost believing that Eric did all this or yeah. whatever, right? He's so convinced even though, himself. In a way. In a mm. way. And it's so odd to me that Bell does not see this side of him. None of it. Crazy. Right. So he goes into the bathroom to, I guess collect himself look yeah at more photos of rocky he's gotta that's his way to bring himself back to reality i think is he's gotta keep showing himself pictures of the sun to bring but him back he hears commotion out in the in the bar strip room <laughs> communal area in the area in <laughs> the, the area. area uh and of course knows that things it's are going crew. awry here's my problem with that my problem with that was he went in there like Taken charge of the situation. I was like, you should have left the building. Run. Ran out of that building. Let the Cubans fend for themselves. You literally call Roy and say, go fetch your boys. I got to get out of here. Because he he was just speaking of the fact that he can't get, he literally can't get into any trouble. If he gets cited for anything, drugs or, or any problems. Done. Bad, bad news bears. So I just was like, and you're getting all up in there, Kev. What, what, what? Again, again with the do, bad decisions. It's like it's like a horror movie where you know the killer is in the house, and you go into the house, right, yeah. James? Running towards the killer. James can appreciate this. I think James will agree. He knows. Of course, I'll yes. speak on his behalf. Right. Yes. There we go. There we go. There we go, James. But it was like that. Yes. It's like it's like. Oh, let me just go back in the house. Ugh. What? The Get heck? out of there, Kevin. Anyway. So, so frustrating. I don't know. What are we set up for, Blake? What are we set up for in episode six? Um, well, a lot. We have a lot of just cliffhanger situations. Don't know where Meg is. Don't know what's going on with Sally and what she's confessing to who. Don't know John's deal. He's got... You can tell him. We know. Um, slept with his partner in bed with her randomly. And we're just like, what? Bad professional move, sir. Very bad. Um, and then she made a funny comment at the end. She's like, well, now we know. And we're like, uh, no what? You know no, what, Missy? Know the anatomy of each other's private parts? Right. What? I what? don't know. What do you what? know? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, bad move. Um, Kevin totally. has lost his mind. And lost. Gilbert is just going to drive. It is not good where Gilbert's driving him. I mean, we have so many loose ends. Ah, and, and we kind of, I saw this coming. So when Janie uh, misses whatever appointment she was supposed to go to. The family with counseling. Family counseling. Yes. I said, I think she's going to go meet Nolan. 
on the nose, this one. And so she meets Nolan. We don't know sort of the level of communication that they've had up to this point, but it seems like they've been talking and she may be the only person that knows where he is at this point. Um, And I think it's going to be interesting to see how that plays into the dynamic because I think he knows a little bit more than he's, than, than we've been led on if you will. So I wonder how much of that information is going to um, be revealed to Janie and yeah. thus how that may shift things. And we'll probably find out then what happened to his mother because they're just magically gone. So, I mean, we're working with a lot of moving parts here. This was definitely, episodes four and five were definitely set up. Episodes, you know, a lot happened. We learned a lot of new things. New scenarios were set up with no answers. So I think in that realm, we're ready for predictions yeah let's do it um and now you're after buzz this is the hardest part of this after show blake's like I'm i just, got zilch my brain just explodes um that's hard meg i wanna i wanna put myself in meg's shoes oh yes and just be like where you at girl oh where you at um <laughs> do you think maybe she got back in touch with alec and she's like I've had enough of my family, Alec. I'm coming to hang out with you. Listen, I get the frustration. Like, she has had it with oh, her family. Gosh. Had it. Yeah. She had it already. Then she got sucked back in a little bit, and she was like, nope, I've double had it. Yep. Done. Well, I also think, um, it's sort of like how in, at the end of season two, how Kevin and her were sort of ganging up on John. They were going to like make a big reveal against John. Mm-hmm. And then when sort of Kevin fell back into ruining everything in a different way and yeah. also killing her, her Marco. Yeah. Uh, not her, not really her Marco anymore, but her Marco. Um, I, I don't know. It just kind of sent her yeah. into a spiral. Um, I think she's definitely like out of state. Maybe even out of country. Yep. I mean, she is nowhere near. And, like, Sally makes that clear with her sort of pleading on the phone. She keeps hoping, hoping Meg, you know, asking about her, all of this. I love you. I love you. Yeah, which is sort of sad, but, you know, this family is dysfunctional. So, you know, you may love your mother, you may love your brothers, you may love whatever, but at the end of the day, you they were driving her insane. And she was like, enough, I gotta go, I get it. So, I think she's, like, hardcore gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, skip town, for but I, sure. I think there will be a doozy somehow. I don't think she's gone forever. I think that now that Eric is going to come forward and reveal some stuff, and he's got Chelsea now by his side, I really wonder how that's going to change the game for what this trial looks like yeah. and just sort of the truth of this family. So, God, I feel like the O'Bannons are going to just crumble the... What, it, what, what would be crumbling? The Rayburn Empire. Yes. Crumbling the Rayburn Empire. Mm. I think maybe. I don't know if Ozzy's coming back at all. Now I'm confused by that. I, right, it seems right. like he may not be. Uh, and I also wonder how Nolan, like I said before, is going to have some effect on yes. information he reveals to Janie and thus how that could change the relationship between Janie and her father. I think time will tell. But it's, Time will tell. it's getting hard. And now we're officially at sort of the halfway mark of season three. So we only have five five more episodes. Five Well, five, five more episodes, episodes three, three more weeks. here. Right. Sorry to confuse you. Um, yeah. And we're going to try and get some guests. So let's hope for that. Yes. Go out of here with a bang. Yes. Um, all right. Well, I think that sort of covers 
episodes four and five of uh, the fine Netflix show Bloodline. Uh, next week we'll be here covering episodes six and seven. Yes, let's hope. Let's hope for some enlightening moments, Blake V. Aye, aye, aye. I'm hoping. Let's hope so. I'm hoping, uh, Missy. I've been your host, Allison Dean. You can find me on the social meds. Social meds. Did I say that? Oh no, I still haven't gotten it right. It's okay, we'll get uh, it. You can find me at, on the social meds uh, at the Allison Dean, Blake, and I'm Blake V. You can find me on the social meds at Blake V Media and check out BlakeV.com. Bam! Uh, thank you all for joining us. We shall see you hopefully next Monday. Ciao. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.